It's the Adam Crowley Show. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. On ESPN Pittsburgh and the iHeartRadio app. It's International Women's Day! We interrupt our regularly scheduled program for this breaking news update on ESPN Pittsburgh. RMU women's basketball tonight, 6.50 pregame right here on ESPN Pittsburgh. Happy International Ladies Day. Adam Gusky on the call. What happened to Shovlin? Oh, he does men. It's fitting that today is National Women's Day because usually I have no idea what women are thinking. By the way, just to back up there, I realize what we just did. We didn't address the fact that the show's going to end early today, 10 minutes early. Uh, yesterday, I bitched and moaned a lot about the women being on. Well, I was on, and it took away from some of my listeners. I'll allow it today. I don't think you were bitching and moaning. I'll allow it today. I mean, a little upset. I'll allow it. 10 minutes out of my show, get to go home, pound a couple of natty lights, which I'll get to the results of that poll coming up in a few minutes. It is fitting that today is National Women's Day, because I usually have no idea what women are thinking. Just ask my wife. Le'Veon Bell, though, last night, no idea what the bleep he was talking about. In an Instagram Q&A, he said he would not sit out during the season. Then he stated that he would repeat his strategy from last year when he skipped training camp before signing his franchise tag, which was a week before the start of the regular season. All this before he finally suggested that he might not play until week four. So... Here's what I think we know. Le'Veon Bell's going to play for the Steelers next year. He's either going to show up prior to week one, after week one, or after week four. I'm pretty sure he's not going to retire. I think. But here's what I do know. He's not doing himself any favors, not at all. I've always found Le'Veon to be a good dude. I worked with him a bit on the Le'Veon Bell show on WDVE with Stan Saverin. I'm predisposed to like the guy. Transparency being the number one virtue of the Crowley show, I am biased towards liking Le'Veon Bell. I want to like him. I want to hang out with him. I want to be boys. But he's making it tough, man. Last year, Bell turned down a contract that his agent advised him to sign. Le'Veon talked about retirement days before a playoff game. He reportedly showed up late for the walkthrough prior to the Jags' playoff game. Now he can't even keep a train of thought for the length of an Instagram post. It's hard to separate what happens on the field and off the field. As Tim Benz and I discussed on my show yesterday, Steelers fans are so fed up with his antics that they're trying to downplay what he means to the Steelers on the field. And yeah, again, I do realize it's hard to separate the two, but the lines are becoming blurred. Le'Veon, for my money, is clearly the best running back in football, but he's making himself an easy person to root against off the field. 412-922-2874 is the number to call. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. I got to say, Le'Veon, look, I'm tight with a future NFL player, Troy Apke. Going to hear from him coming up in a few minutes on the Crowley Show. If you need advice, just seek me out. Come sit in Brian's chair. We'll kick him out, and I'll give you advice. Don't worry about it, Brian. It's okay. 
You got an extra chair in here. Yeah, just, I want him to sit where you're sitting. You can sit over there. Right. Just take my advice, Le'Veon, and quit with the social media stuff. It's not gaining me any brownie points. Not at all. He's pounding down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? Breaker Breaker 1-9, we got a Kojak with the Kodak. Snack of, snap your photo albums and hanging paper on Mansfield Road near the car tub. Pull up your horses and you ain't buying a court date. This smoky report, you see a Miss Piggy. Mama Bear, Papa Bear, Bear in the Bushes or a Bear in the Air. You give us a holler and we'll get you home without the extra freight. 412-922-2874 over. He's pounding down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound, just watch old bandit run. Let's go to Devin. Next up on the Crowley Show. Hello, Devin. How you doing, man? Have you forgiven me? Eh, it depends on what you say. Uh, no. This lady on the situation is... Uh, I don't even know what to call it, but yeah, I want to ask you, um, what do you think the Steelers should do? Because I don't think he knows what he wants to do. I think Le'Veon's very clear in what he wants. He wants exactly what he's asking for. He's just not worth that to Pittsburgh. On the open market, he'd get it. He can't get it here because the Steelers aren't going to go that high. I think he knows exactly what he wants, but I don't think it's going to happen. So, and thanks for the call, Devin. We got shorter breaks this hour because we got to get to Robert Morris University women's basketball not being called by Chris Shovlin. I think the most likely scenario is going to be he plays under the franchise tag. He ain't going to retire. Maybe he'll skip a game. Maybe four. Oh, we don't know. But I think that's the most likely scenario. Mike tweets at underscore Adam Crowley. Has he really been wishy-washy, though? Because I wrote a blog saying that Le'Veon Bell was wishy-washy. He said he wants to stay with the Steelers. He wants to get paid what he feels he's worth. Saying he will not retire or sit out a regular season game is kind of waffling, but good news. Okay, so it's semantics. Waffling, wishy-washy, all W's. It's National Women's Day. All the W's up, bitches! Probably a poor phrase. Yeah. Turn of phrase, just not good there. Meant that in the friendliest way possible. I did. That was bad. Yeah. Really an oversight by me. Might be a demerit. I'm sorry to all my dubs out there. Girls. I love you. I'd like to thank my mom for raising me. My grandmas. I got three of them. You guys can figure that one out in your head. Wait a minute. What? And I'd like to thank my wife and my sister for being awesome ladies, awesome dubs all up in my life, making me the great guy that I am today. The great guy who's going to talk to Troy Apke, white man from Mount Lebanon, football player, Penn State. He can run, run. He joins me next on the Crowley Show. In the midst of one of the greatest Crowley shows ever. That continues right now with Mount Lebanon's own, Penn State's own. He can run, run. Troy Apke. Troy, thank you so much for joining me today, man. Thank you for having me. Troy, do you bring your lunch pail to work every day? <laughs> I try to. <laughs> when you got invited to the Combine, what were you thinking? What was going through your mind, and how did you think you were going to show out? Uh, I was excited, obviously. Um, you know, that was a dream come true for me to get that invitation to that. And, you know, I knew I was going to do good in all the, um, 
all the athletic drills, like the three-cone shuttle, the 40, uh, the L drill, things like that. Um, I kind of just wanted to show them, you know, my abilities, and, you know, I think I did. What's your reaction to Deion Sanders making you kind of go viral? Obviously, I'm sure you'd want to go viral just based solely on your performance, but it doesn't hurt to now have it pushed out everywhere because Dion was so surprised. Oh, yeah, you know, Dion's one of the greatest to ever do it. Um, you know, it was an honor getting acknowledged by him. Uh, you know, I did, actually didn't even know what I ran because uh, they don't put it on the board there. So I was just walking back, and Dion was walking towards me, and, you know, he was all happy about my run. And I was I didn't know what I ran yet. So I'm going to hug him. <laughs> Troy, when did you know you were fast? When was the first time you were like, holy hell, I'm smoking MFers out here? Um, <laughs> I guess, you know, uh, just growing up, um, playing football, playing other sports, you know, I was always the faster than other people, and that was one thing I had. Troy Apke joining me here, Mount Lebanon dude, and also from Penn State on the Crowley Show. Uh, are you a gym rat, Troy? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that's helped me a lot, um, you know, especially at Penn State. Uh, when I got up there, I think I was 170. Um, I got up to 200 pounds, you know, 200 pounds at the combine. So, you know, being in the gym, lifting, you know, working out, you know, it's helped me a lot with my career. How much do you have to eat to gain 30 pounds and not look like I do if I gain 30 pounds? <laughs> uh, you got to eat right, you know, healthy foods, things like that. Um, and, you know, Penn State helped me out a lot with that. You film junkie, Troy? Uh, yeah, you know, I think I kind of got into that a lot this year, my senior year. Uh it helps a lot. Uh, makes you play faster uh, on the field, and I think it helped me this year. Troy Apke again joining me here on the Crowley Show. What teams did you talk to at the Combine? Who showed interest? Um, I talked to a lot of teams actually. Um, you know, uh, they don't. You know, they, they just kind of want to get to know who you are. Uh, I guess it's not really showing interest. It's just you know knowing, figuring out what kind of person you are. You know. Uh, no one's trying to show, I tried to show, you know, what I knew about, you know, the game of football and, you know, just trying to, I guess, sell yourself to them. Did you talk to the Steelers at all? I did talk to the Steelers. Who talked to you specifically? Uh, the defensive backs coach, um, coach Bradley. Oh, of course, of course Bradley talked to you. I should have known that. I mean, Penn State and Steelers connection, duh. Did you get asked anything weird, anything bizarre, anything off the wall? Because sometimes you hear uh, from players who say, yeah, I mean, they were, they were real weird. Sometimes you get coaches staring at you for 15 minutes. Anything like that, anything odd happen at the combine? Uh, yeah, not really. You know, this is the last week, uh, week, or I guess it was the end of the week for them, too. You know, I think they were tired. Um, you know, it's a long weekend. And, you know, I think they're just trying to get as much information as they can from me. You know, and that was three days that I was there, four, three, four days that I was there. You want to be a Steeler, don't you? <laughs> I grew up a Steelers fan, you know. I wouldn't be mad about it. What if you were a Raven? How would you feel then, or a Brown or a Bengal? <laughs> I'd be fine going anywhere, whoever wants me. New England? I mean, come on. You don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> they won't take you, though. They won't take you, though, for a very specific reason, Troy. You will not be a New England Patriot. That much I know <laughs> for sure. Uh, how do you spell Dion? Do you know how to spell Dion? Dion. <laughs> See, no one does. Oh, we've been talking about it a little. I did not know how to spell Dion Sanders until, you know, you actually made Dion more famous by running the 435 because I didn't know how to spell Dion until you did that. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> Do you have a great motor, Troy? Uh, yeah, I got 
during football, that's what I kind of try and play with. Um, you know, I kind of try and go 100% every play, and I think that what makes me better as a player. What was your favorite moment at Penn State? Whoops. My favorite moment? Yeah. Um, I think it was my junior year. I think when we went to the Rose Bowl and had that run, you know, that was a bit, uh, big year for us, and, you know, I was happy about how we did. What about your low moment? The what? The moment that you thought, damn, this should – have gone better, and I wish that it did go better. Um, you know, probably, you know, I'd said that run, you know, was really good getting to the Rose Bowl, and probably, you know, that last second of the Rose Bowl game, you know, I was kind of uh, disappointed and, you know, losing that game. Have you ever tried to tackle Saquon Barkley? <laughs> I believe I have. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a different player, you know. But he makes everyone on our team. He made everyone on our team better, and it made our uh, team better in the end. Has he ever jumped over you? He has never jumped over me. Well, that's good. You should put that one right up there with the four three five forty. Is he the best athlete that you've ever been around? Uh, yeah, you know, he's probably one of the best athletes I've been around. You know, he's even honestly a better kid. Uh, that you know, things he does outside of football is amazing. So, you know, he made me better, a better player, a better person, made our whole team a better team. Did you hang out with him at the Combine? Was there time for that even? Uh, I didn't see him there. I think he left before I got up there. No, oh, but he, he, he big-timed you. Day. He big-timed you, Troy. He didn't know you were going to run the four three five. He big-timed you. That's <laughs> yeah, funny, though. Are you oh, scrappy, man. Troy? Um... I mean, I guess you said. I mean, I have my, I play to my abilities. You know, I try and I uh, use my abilities the best um, on the field. You know, and I think I do a good job at that. You play the game the right way. I do. You think Pitt and Penn State should continue the rivalry? Uh, my dad actually played at Pitt and Penn State when uh, at Pitt when Penn State and Pitt was a big rivalry. So I kind of know more about it, but. You know, yeah, I think they should. Uh, uh, In-state rivalry, you know, I think it was a good game both years, so I think they should keep doing it. Troy Apke joining me here on the Crowley Show. Last couple of things uh, with us. Uh, Things have obviously gone swimmingly for you. I mean, you went to Mount Lebanon, tremendous high school. Uh, Of course, I graduated there as well. So did producer Tom. Uh, So uh, good life, good upbringing for you, Troy? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I had a mother, father, um, two sisters, one brother. you know, I, I look back on it. You know, they raised me right, um, and I'm, you know, can't thank them enough for doing that. Pets? Did you have pets? Say that again. Did you have any pets? Oh, uh, yeah. Growing up, I had a dog, and that's it. Her name was Jenny. Jenny. I think you're someone I'd want my daughter to date, Troy. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Rap- I appreciate that. Rap- rapid fire. You ready for some rapid fire? Go ahead. Can you outrun a black? Panther? Uh, probably not. An Asian elephant? Yeah, I hope so. An Indian Bengal tiger? Uh, a tiger? Oh, geez. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, last couple of things for real now uh, for Troy. Uh, what are you doing now between here and the draft? What's your game plan? What do you got to do? Uh, just keep training. Uh, I got pro day coming up on March 20th. So I'm going to get ready for that, um, you know, for the drills that I'm going to do there. Uh, get ready for meeting teams that are coming up to watch my pro day. Have you heard and of that? After... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's good. You can keep going. No, you go. People don't want to hear me. 
<laughs> yeah, no, just get ready for Pro Day, and then after that, just keep working to the draft next thing. Uh, Troy, I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, so just a few more questions again uh, for, for real uh, this time. Troy Apke, Mount Lebanon, Penn State, uh, joining me here on the Crowley Show. Have you heard at all? Has there been any scuttlebutt about where you think you might go in the draft? Um, not really. Um, you know, I'm just going to you know keep working hard, you know, keep doing my thing, and then you know, I think everything will fall into place. Do you have a plan for draft day, party, anything like that? Uh, I'll probably uh, be in Pittsburgh with my family, just my mother, father, and siblings. And the host of the Crowley Show probably going to be there too. Uh, the whole the whole Crowley team from ESPN Pittsburgh, we all going to be there. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to come, you can be there. <laughs> Troy, really appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much, uh, and best of luck to you. Seriously. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, take care of yourself. You too. Goodbye, Troy Apke. Blue Devil. He's my peeps. You know, a lot of people say me and Troy Apke look alike. You they, run just as fast, too. Well, they say all us Mount Lebanon grads, we all look alike. 412-922-2874. Tweet me, at underscore Adam Crowley. What a show today. Gosh, darn. We can't do better than this. It's going to be hard to come down it's from It's really going to be hard. I'm on site tomorrow. I mean, it's going to be ass. But listen anyway, four to seven. But come by, enjoy the sponsor. Yeah, Bud Light. <laughs> It'll be a happy hour. The Penguins have won eight of their last eleven games against the Flyers. Sidney Crosby has ninety-one points in sixty-two games overall against Philadelphia. These numbers just underscore how big a bitches they are as compared to the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Penguins are hockey royalty. The Flyers are an afterthought. And I said going into last night's game, I was concerned that if the Flyers had won, that the Penguins would allow what happened in 2012 to happen to them again. That they would have the Flyers in their heads and that they would melt down. The Penguins aren't a great defensive hockey club right now as they are playing. And I was afraid that we were going to see the Philadelphia Flyers take advantage of the Penguins' poorest defense core, and the Penguins are going to get spooked a little bit. They're going to have ghosts of series past in their head. You're going to have all the jackass Flyers fans jumping up and down, the inbreds, and it was going to bring back memories, and it was going to affect the Penguins in a playoff series, potentially, if they played them again. But last night showed me that the Flyers can't cut the mustard, man. The Flyers didn't gain any confidence. If anything, the Flyers are thinking, oh my God, the Penguins didn't play their best hockey game, and <laughs> that's what they did to us. Five goals for the third time this season when both teams played. The Flyers also seem to be built a little bit differently. You actually think they want to play hockey, and then as the seconds wound down last night, the Flyers did what the Flyers always do, and that's Start gooning it up. Jamie Alexiak was like, eh, no thank you. Screw you guys. But the Penguins won because the Penguins always now win against the Flyers. 8 of 11. Flyers haven't made it out of the first round of the playoffs in five years. The Penguins are back-to-back cup champions. So repeat after me, Penguins fans. The Penguins are hockey royalty. Tom, can you repeat after me? The Penguins are hockey royalty. The Flyers are an afterthought. The Flyers are an afterthought. The... The Flyers, Flyers, are, are, aren't, aren't, 
in in the the penguins penguins class class suck it philly suck it philly you can stop now you can stop now son of a son of a Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. He's bound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can be done? We got a second reporter city kitty flashing discos in the granny lane and rolling in a brown paper bag. Save yourself some greenbacks and keep that throttle easy. This is the Smoky Report. You see a Miss Piggy, Mama Bear, Papa Bear, Bear in the Bushes, or a Bear in the Air. Give us a holler and we'll get you home without the extra freight. 412-922-2874. This is the Smoky Report. He's found a dime, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just watch old bandit run. As it relates to my unsponsored Twitter poll, Mike tweets, Hell bleeping no, nasty natty light, anything is canned dog bleep. Patrick Pornquist says, how about the best of all Milwaukee? I'm going to drink Natty Light, and I'm going to be damn happy about it, because I will get drunk as a skunk, I will watch my Mountaineers beat Baylor tonight, and I will wake up without a hangover. It's the hottest tech of the day from the media. Oh my god. I kind of want to redo that. I'd like to redo it. I too. think we should redo that. I got the name wrong. Uh, stepped all over was each I, other there. Was, was I too high there or should I come lower? I feel like the music was overpowering. Yeah. That's see, because we try to live produce the intros here. Because we've been running the same live-produced intro of Hottest Take of the Day and other crap for months now, and we'd like one for the Hottest Media Take of the Day, but I, Brian, and Tom each screwed up. So We, we knew that was going bad during the break. Yeah, I think we can fix that right now. It's the Hottest Media Take of the Day! It's not even funny. Richie Walsh of... KDKA TV tweeted out that Scott Barnes. Oh, start over. One more time. One more time. We're doing it one more time. I got to do that again. One more time. I got to read the damn tweet, is what needs to happen. I have that whole thing up. It's the hottest minute attack of the day. It's not even funny. Richie Walsh tweeted out that Heather Like needs to get the coaching search right this time. That is the hottest media take of the day. It's time for the hottest take of the day. day. 
My dude Burt Lawton from Steelers Media Relations tweeted out just a couple of days ago that Kevin Colbert is coming up on his 19th anniversary as the general manager of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Colbert has helped assemble teams that have won two Super Bowls, three AFC championships, nine division titles, earned 12 playoff berths, and recorded at least eight wins in 17 of the 18 years. I think his draft record has been sensational, despite what a lot of fans might say. Kevin Colbert gets some hate, and Kevin Colbert not only doesn't deserve the hate, but Kevin Colbert deserves Hall of Fame consideration. Think about some of these drafts. 2007 produced long-term starters Woodley, Timmons, and Gay. They don't win the Super Bowl in 08 without Lamar Woodley. 2008 gave you Mendenhall. That's it, but he played 72 games and was really good before he went AWOL. That was AWOL. 2009 wasn't great, but it gave the league some players who stuck. Ziggy Hood, Craig Urbick, they played a ton of games. Keenan Lewis and Mike Wallace have had their moments. 2010 was great. Pouncey. Worlds, Sanders, and of course, that dirty dog, A.B., Ronald, in the sixth round. 2011 gave the Steelers Hayward and Gilbert, DeCastro and Beecham in 2012, Le'Veon in 2013. He's an all-pro, FYI. Shazier, Tewitt, Martavis in 2014, plus three starters in 2016, and Watt and Juju in 2017. You'll always have fans who talk bleep on draft classes, when a Jarvis Jones doesn't pan out. But the Steelers got an all-pro player in Le'Veon Bell in that draft class. People will be critical of the Mike Adams pick, but the Steelers got a tackle in Kelvin Beecham in the seventh round. Kevin Colbert deserves a ton of credit. I deal with Steelers Nation more than most. I broadcast from training camp every year. I take scores of calls and tweets from Steelers Nation. They can be real critical. Colbert's made up for some first-round schlubs by getting great players later in the draft, and these last two drafts have produced six players who are in primary rotation. I hope that dude gets another ring. He's damn good at his job. He traded up to get Troy Polamalu. That's a Hall of Famer. Ben is a future Hall of Famer. Bell and Brown are on their way. Plus, Pouncey and DeCastro, who are all pro players. Cam Hayward and Ryan Shazier are Pro Bowl players. Brett Kiesel was a seventh-round pick who became a Pro Bowl player. Kevin Colbert should be in contention for himself one day for the Hall of Fame. He also returned my credit card to me one night after I got hammered and lost it in training camp. Bang! End scene. That was the hottest take of the day. 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 Woo! Other crap. The Queen of England won nine million dollars in horse racing. Like she needed it. I don't know. I don't have a joke there. Woo! Other crap. Medical marijuana sold out in just a couple of days in Allegheny County. <sighs> Come on, Lev. Not again. Martavis. Slow your roll, boys. What are you doing? Woo! Other crap. The mountain from Game of Thrones deadlifted 1,040 pounds. Ed Sheeran's career. Some would say got lifted up by Game of Thrones. 
Nope. Woo! Other crap. There is spring training baseball going on, and Jamison Tyone, that dude, is psyched for opening day. Have you allowed yourself to think about what it's going to be like to run out and take the mound that day with 38,000 people yelling at him? Well, I got a lot of tweets about people that aren't going to be coming after I tweeted. So. Woo! Other crap. Pitt basketball hasn't won a conference game in 383 days. Woo! Other crap. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? I think we did it. Woo! I think we threw the perfect game, baby! Yeah! Yes! Yes! We even acknowledged it throughout the show. Great job, team. In spite of trying to jinx ourselves, it came through. I am going to go home, eat some chicken, Uh and drink a bleep ton of natural light, 